My name is Claudia. I'm a yoga teacher, earth student, writer, intuitive, health coach, and above all, a soul navigating the chaos and wonder of this human experience. I am your guide for all things spiritual, cosmic, well-being, personal development and expansion. And my purpose here and now is to use my voice to empower you to activate yours, to get to the depths of who you are and to find your light. With me, with all of us, learn to trust the process. This is where the magic happens. Hello everyone. Oh, welcome back to another episode, a long overdue episode of Trust the Process. With me, Claudia, how are you all doing? I hope you're all doing well. I really do feel like that friend um, <laughs> who gets back in touch after they haven't been in touch for a really long time and says, you know, sorry, I've just been super busy. Like I've been doing X, Y, Z. I've needed to recharge my energy. Um, but now I'm here and you know, I'm back and then they get a response and then they just go off grid again. But that's my Aquarius energy. And that's just what I've had to have. That's what I've had to have been listening to at the moment. Um, a lot of things happening in life, which we're not going to go into in today's episode. Today's episode, I think we're just going to keep it really chill, really informal. Um, I kind of want to talk to you about updates, basically. So updates in the quantum, cosmological, astrological realm, updates in my own life, updates in inner and outer worlds. Um, and yeah, I just, um, I'm just happy to be on the mic again. I just did a lovely yoga practice. I taught a yoga practice um, to a lovely private client and I just felt really inspired to jump back on the mic. Um, I've been feeling a lot of throat chakra energy lately, just surging and coursing up through my heart, through my throat. Um, and I've been really connecting to that recently. And ironically, or not so ironically, the practice that I just led was a heart and sacral focused um yoga flow which is obviously so interconnected to the throat chakra because your sacral chakra <clears throat> see <coughs> I'm getting coffee as I'm talking about my throat chakra um, and I also got the download before I recorded this podcast to go fill up my water bottle because I'll probably be needing it throughout so obviously our sacral chakra is really you know the center of our life force energy it's where our creativity lies it's where the literal essence of creation lies it's where all of this feminine yin divine energy lies and while a lot of it is focused on surrender and ease and grace this is where its power lies this is where its ferocity lies this is where this is where its wilderness lies and when it's really able or when you're really able as the inhabitor of this energy to harness the ease in the strength to marry the grace with the power and to just merge the softness with this fierce fiery energy that's when you feel really ignited in your sacral chakra and you're able to really connect your feminine energy whatever your gender is um and create from a place of truth of all of authenticity and of surrender you know really having detached to the outcome detached from the outcome rather um really focused on your creative vision on your creative outlook 
your shifts in perspective and really just harnessing all of this energy and emulating it into everything that you create outwardly. Obviously, we're just skipping the solar plexus chakra for now, but then we move on to the heart chakra, which is the center of belief, the center of love, the center of compassion, the center of fulfillment. You know, when the heart chakra is imbalanced, this is where you feel these emotions of bitterness, of resentment, of jealousy, of hatred, of these, of fear, of deep fear, of these really heavy frequencies. I find that the heart chakra is one of the most challenging chakras to deal with when you're imbalanced because I feel like it's the one that we really have most control over and it's kind of really that middle ground because once we've passed the solar plexus and we get to the heart chakra that's when we really transmute all those lower chakras and the lower frequencies into this higher stuff so that's where that energy kind of really condenses at the very last minute it's like I imagine it like quicksand and your hand is just just going through the quicksand and then right at the last minute you just pull yourself up by your fingertips and you transmute yourself into this light bubbly heart-centered energy and you truly don't feel these emotions of bitterness of resentment of anger of hatred of jealousy when you're there that doesn't mean that you never feel negativity. That doesn't mean that you never feel insecurity or anxious attachment or whatever it is, but you're able to listen to that and to hold whatever part of you that is feeling that, whether it's your inner child, your ego, your higher self, you know, whatever it is, you're able to hold that and you're able to really sit with it and move through it in a way that feels authentic and aligned to you in that moment and in that season of your life and that phase, if you're a woman, your menstrual phase, um, in your menstrual cycle sorry because obviously you know all of this is all of this for us women is so dependent on our menstrual cycles and one time if we're feeling you know these kind of insecurities if we're in our ovulation phase we might move through them in a way that's much more energized much more proactive but if we're perhaps in our inner autumn or even in our menstrual phase we might move through them in a much more calm gentle softening way where we just invite ourselves in um, so yeah, and then once we transmute that, that's when we get to the throat chakra and that's the energy that I'm really feeling bubbling up now. And I also, I always find it so interesting and I'm even tripping up on my words here because it's just all flowing through me at once, but I find it so interesting how our throat chakras are such a sacred place. And I think when you're really attuned to the energy of your chakras and the energy of what you need in each season of your life, you're aware that when you go through a period where, say for me, you know, I wasn't podcasting as much, but I didn't automatically assume that my throat chakra was blocked because I knew that that creative energy from my sacral was expressing itself in other ways. And then it was just slowly working its way back up to the heart space and then be transmuted through my throat. And now it's just all blah, 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 blah. It's all just flowing through with such effort and ease. Um, and so honestly, what I want to talk to you about today is just some life updates that I have um, going on. I feel like in recent years, I found it so um, to be so important to really protect my energy. And years ago, um, I would have just broadcasted to everyone, hey, I'm going here, I'm going to do this particular thing and I'm doing this. And I would have told everyone in advance. And I, would have, I would have asked for tips and tricks and all of this kind of stuff. But I'm really, you know, so focused these days on keeping my own experiences sacred and so I'm going to share it with you podcast listeners but it's not something that I'm you know broadcasting all over Instagram um, and I'm just trusting that this energy 
that I'm omitting is being received. And um, I'm always just, you know, really coming back to my intention these days. Like, why am I sharing this? And it's not always from an egoic perspective, but sometimes there really is just no reason for me to be sharing it with anyone other than close friends or family or, you know, people in a intimate environment like this podcast. And I think, you know, I don't need to share that. And how does it feel to just sit with that? And I just find it to be so sacred and it allows my experiences to really remain sacred while they're happening right up until the end when I can then talk about it. And even if I'm not talking about the thing itself and I can then talk about the lessons and teach and help others and guide others through that, which is what I'm really doing in my work. And sometimes it's difficult to find the balance and I'm often teetering that line, but it's all a learning process. Um, but I'm going to let you guys know, um, on Wednesday, wow, on Wednesday, (laughs) it's Monday today, on Wednesday, I'm going to Bali. Um, I'm actually tearing up a bit because this has been booked for months since February. Um, I'm going to do a yoga teacher training for three weeks in Bali and I'm going with my boyfriend. We're going on Wednesday. It's going to be Oh, super long day we fly from Lyon in France to Dubai which I think is about six hours then we've got a three-hour layover and then we've got a nine-hour flight from Dubai to Bali but I'm kind of glad at the timing because the flights at you guys won't believe this the flights at 355 so 1555 I just we just need a moment to let that sink in the flights at 355 um and so then we arrive in Dubai with the time difference I think at midnight and that's perfect because then I'm gonna go into the airport bathroom I'm gonna do all my nighttime skincare I've got my hydrating face mask to put on the plane afterwards and I'm hoping that even though we probably will be a bit jet lagged the flight is kind of perfect timing so that like it will be sort of 2am 3am by the time we have our next flight and so I will be tired um, because I'll have been up all day so even if we have jet lag afterwards I'm quite glad that the timing of the flight itself has worked out in that way so that I can get some rest hopefully on the plane while I'm flying to Bali yeah I I can't tell you the emotions that I feel <laughs> I'm definitely going to get a bit emotional on this podcast talking about it because I feel like since February I've gone through so many shifts so many changes I've healed things that I didn't know were still there um, old wounds have been brought up you know difficulties have arisen in communication and relationships and inner child wounds all of this stuff and I've really done so much to heal those things and I'm not perfect (laughs) right now I think that's another reason why I wanted to take some time off on a subconscious level without even realizing it is that you know I don't always think that I'm in a position to be preaching and I know that I'm not intentionally preaching but And this isn't a sort of situation of some coaches and people, you know, guides and the collective sometimes feel like, oh, you know, I I, I want you guys to know that I'm not perfect, that I still go through stuff too. It's less so that and more so like, I don't want to be talking about stuff that I'm realizing I'm not even fully healed yet. And I have a whole episode on is healing healing linear and we kind of come to the conclusion that yes and no, but not really. Um, So I know it's not really a thing about being fully healed, but more like these things coming up and of course you know when you heal something whether it's an inner child wound a trauma wound whatever it is these things are all triggers are always going to come up but when you come at it from a healed place you're able to deal with that trigger feel the emotions and move through it and I think recently I've just realized that like there's a lot of things that I had healed but new seasons of life have like brought them back 
in a way that's beyond just showing me the triggers and moving through them but really showing me like you need to go back and do some more healing and I think I kind of avoided that and resisted it for a long time um but I think I did heal them you know I really feel like I've closed a lot of cycles and that just feels so fitting to be talking about this in September the ninth month of the year I just did a tarot reading for September and it was just insanely accurate I can't even I think I probably I'll probably talk you through that tarot reading at some point but right now again I'm just keeping that experience sacred for me um but yeah it's been it's been a few months and the reason I feel so emotional about it is because I hadn't really um I hadn't really connected to the fact that I was going to Bali until about a week ago truly truly people have been asking me are you excited are you this are you that and I was like I just I just I'm just struggling to connect with it I'm really struggling to connect with it um and I told myself for a while that part of that was because I was in Turkey and Turkey is such an important place for me I've spoken about that in previous episodes as well and how this was the third year that I was going there three obviously marking you know this closing of cycles new chapters beginning and I really felt that this year I went to Turkey and I was a completely different person than when I went in all my previous years and obviously we're always you know shifting we're always new people we're always shifting identities but I really felt like I'd healed so much consciously and I was just I was just a different person there and I I spoke about this on an Instagram post um I might link it below because it was a really powerful one and I think you know for ages I was telling myself that's why I was unable to connect to this idea of going to Bali sorry by the way if the microphone sounds a bit funny um I'm just holding it um because the kind of knobs on it have kind of broken and I don't want to fix it so I'm going to wait for my boyfriend to it's not that I don't want to I just don't want to (laughs) make it worse so I'm going to wait for my boyfriend to come back and try and fix it so for now I'm going full news reporter style (laughs) holding the microphone um so sorry if the sound is a bit funny but throat chakra things like it just had to be this way didn't it um but yeah I found it really hard to connect and I realize now that I don't think it was because I was going to Turkey and stuff I think it was truly I think it was just that I was just struggling to connect because maybe I didn't believe it was real maybe I didn't believe that oh my god why am I getting emotional maybe I a part of me or I didn't a part of me believed that I wasn't worthy of going um of having this experience I wanted to have for so long and you know I've wanted to do a yoga teacher training for so long a proper in-person studies I've wanted to go to this place for so long um and I've never been attached to it <laughs> unlike a lot of places and a lot of situations I've I've never held any attachment to it even though it's something I felt so deeply in my soul and I think realizing that I'm finally going there just brought so much up for me and not in a negative light but just this thing of being like you know you are worthy (laughs) you you're having this experience and you have no idea what's going to come from it and that's my higher self talking to me as she already knows and me sitting here in this current expression now knowing that the version of me that's in Bali already exists and the version of me that's finished my yoga teacher training already exists and the version of me that's in the depths of it and really just you know challenged and finding things difficult and struggling through she exists and the version of me on the other side exists and all possibilities leading that branch out after that exist as well and um I saw 444 as I said that and I I just feel so in awe at that and um 
I was I almost feel like it's a kind of a break for me as well like this is something that I truly am in a place where I feel like I deserve I believe I'm deserving I know I'm deserving and it feels so so beautiful to be able to just accept that this is my life and um so much is gonna come of this whatever that looks like even if nothing physical comes of it so much is gonna come of it and um I know that whatever happens I'm gonna emerge a new person and I can I can feel my higher self I can viscerally feel her smiling down on me right now being like yeah and I know I'm supported by my guides and I think I just want to remind you that you're all supported as well and I think we know that but it's sometimes it takes struggle for us to realize that we're supported it takes us being in like the depths and you know sat and sinking into the dark night of the soul crying on the bathroom floor to realize I know there's something out there I know I'm supported and and if we can realize in those very depths of ourselves whether it's despair whether it's uncertainty whether it's fear whether it's just living in the void for some time when we can find that belief and that faith that whether it's our spirit guides loved ones that have passed on god the universe loving energies people in this physical realm or all of that tied together all at once is there for us and is conspiring in our favor and that's supporting us on our journey if we can realize that in that time because those are the moments that we cry out in prayer then we know that surely we can connect to that when our mind is wandering and when we're procrastinating and when we're distracting ourselves and when we're reaching for instant gratification and when we find ourselves just numbing out and things like that you know when we find ourselves just stuck in a bit of a rut if we can connect to that in those depths of despair because I think in those in-between stuck in a rut moments we're more in our ego than we actually are when we're in the depths of despair because when we're in the depths of despair we're so raw and we've realized this is where I am and the only way is out and I can see the light at the end of the tunnel because I'm at the bottom of the tunnel and when I was going down I couldn't see the light because I was going so far away from it and now I'm right here I know there's no further that I can go I've had this realization I've you know boom come to the bottom of the well that sem- that seemed ceaseless and I've looked up and gone wow I'm the furthest away from the light I've ever ever been it's not physically emotionally spiritually energetically possible for me to be further away from the light but I can see it clearer than I ever have and every breath of faith is taking me closer back to that so yeah wow <laughs> Do you ever just like speak and channel a load of stuff and you think, imagine if I just didn't, you know, ring the friend or send the voice note at this time. Imagine if I didn't pick up the microphone and then I think about all the lost moments that we might have had. Um, But then I think it all just, you know, culminates to where it needs to be. Anyway, enough about that. I'm going to take a sip of water and then we're going (laughs) to get on to the next thing. So I also want to talk to you a little bit about this Virgo new moon. Um, I wasn't going to do a new moon, new moon podcast episode and I'm not going to go too deep into it but I just kind of want to give you a rough energy reading um, of what I think and what I've been feeling into this new moon. So this Virgo new moon I've really felt this insane sense of collective peace. This peace in terms of finding a balance in our own alignment really returning to our intuition after months and maybe years of working to find it and maybe at times not even being sure what that means um and 
I think in this newfound connection to our intuition, what we're realizing is we're finding this beautifully aligned balance of all parts of ourselves. So the energy that I'm sensing, and this might sound a bit vague, but I hope you can just give me grace and tune into this this energy with me for a moment. The energy that I've been really sensing at the moment is this alignment of energy, of mental capacity, of physical ability, of ambitions, of acceptance, of surrender, and of having a really clear vision of where we can be and maybe leaving aside this idea of what we want, where we want to be, you know, where do you want to be in five years? Where do you see yourself in three years? And taking away that identity with this version of ourselves saying, I see myself. So if you see yourself, then the you is different to yourself because you're seeing yourself. Whereas when we completely step back and just go inward so deeply and we just envision, we're not attached to any version of ourselves. We're not attached to where we will be in that amount of time. We're just holding, deeply holding this vision, this energy of where we will be without a doubt, understanding that that is subject to shifting and changing in the physical, but knowing that that energy and the aura of that is remaining. And if we hold on to that, we can keep that aura with us now. So when we hold that vision, it's impossible for it not to happen. And I think that's so beautiful because then when we enter into that space in three, four, whatever it is, years time, we'll have this realization of, we'll know so deeply that we are exactly where we're meant to be. And this is the energy that I feel of this Virgo new moon. I really feel this deep cleansing. You know, I've been cleaning my space so much more deeply than usual. And I've and I've been wanting to do it. I haven't been feeling like, oh, I have to do a deep clean of my space or, oh, I have to get rid of these things. I've just been being like, all of this time, I've been, you know, feeling that there's things I want to get rid of, clothes, bits and bobs, knickknacks, doing deep cleans. And I've just gone, deep sigh I've just looked at things and gone I am so grateful for these clothes for you know carrying my body through social and external experiences and I just don't need them anymore and I've put them in a bag and they're gone and I can't describe how freeing that feels that they're gone and you know the irony is I think I even got a bit trigger happy with that I think there was a couple of things that you know, they needed stitching and I was just like, no, bye. And I actually still like them. And I think, oh, I, you know, I, those were actually aligned with my energy, but I'm, I'm still free. I don't want them back. Um, and, and I just find that so beautiful because I think that really sets the precedent of everything to come. I think even, you know, now I'm looking at clothes that are hanging up on the laundry in front of me. And I think, you know, I like that top um with the big smiley face on it that my boyfriend got from um selling an nft or something um being part of this like crypto community but if it if i got rid of it i would be okay you know if i gave it to someone else who would feel happy wearing it i would be okay and if suddenly i i closed my eyes and then i opened them and all of those clothes weren't there hanging up on that laundry i would be okay and i truly truly would almost in the sense of like I would actually feel better. And like the thought of that actually kind of makes me want to manifest those clothes just disappearing and just freeing my space. And 
it's so beautiful because I think it came from a really aligned place and whilst yeah like I said it was a bit was me getting a bit trigger happy at the same time I think it came from such an intentional place of like you know this new moon Virgos tend to be very organized and they clean their space and they like everything just so even if it's organized chaos you know Virgos are very I don't want to say rigid like in a sort of too disciplinary way but rigid in terms of they know what they want in their space they know how they like it they know you know they might unpack as soon as they arrive somewhere they might if they're leaving to go on holiday you know they want everything packed just so and it might be chaos at the start and it might be clothes thrown all over the place but in the space of five minutes it's neater than anything you've ever seen and that's how I feel it's just so deeply intentional and it's just so definitive of (laughs) trust the process you know it's like don't look at the mess if it's gonna trigger you or stress you out or overwhelm you but either go through the process or just close your eyes and watch as it naturally forms into you know order and connectivity and that all of the products that were messy all of the clothes that were messy all over the floor they're the ones that are neat nothing has changed even the energy hasn't changed because the energy was so intentional and I think it's also this Virgo is also about accepting yourself you know it's about accepting hey when I pack I am gonna throw all of the clothes onto the bed and I am gonna surrender to that chaos and I'm so accepting of that and in that I can put all of my intentional energy into that chaos and then when the chaos alchemizes into that order into that construction into that connectivity into that communion you know when I'm doing the ordering as well I'm all of the intention is in my hands when I'm folding the clothes all of the intention is in my heart when I'm speaking affirmations that are going into the suitcase I'm then closing you know I'm using the example of a suitcase for obvious reasons but you can really apply that to anything and I think that's what that's what I'm feeling the energy of this of this Virgo new moon um to be and yeah I'm just very happy to be back and talking with you I think I'm going to be recording some episodes while I'm in Bali I'm feeling this throat chakra energy back I can't promise anything I don't know exactly when I'm going to be uploading but I I do have a feeling it's going to be more consistent and um you know more more consistent and less rigid I think that's another beautiful thing that I'm experiencing this new moon is that this Virgo energy doesn't have to be like I said so structured and completely rigid and disciplinary but it can be you know it can have some structure it can take some form and at the same time it can surrender to the flow and it can be accepting of itself as maybe not having a clear path but understanding where you start and where you will end and trusting that there is a path and just because you can't see it that doesn't mean you're not going to intuitively feel your way down it and along it and I think that's kind of the energy that I'm taking into my creative endeavors my projects my work you know having that structure and trusting that it's there and trusting myself to walk along that path even if it doesn't necessarily look as I feel like it quote-unquote should um so yeah I hope you enjoyed this kind of random episode I'm sure I'll see you at some point this week I'll be in a different time zone and I'm just grateful for sharing this energy with me with you (laughs) or grateful for you for sharing this energy with me um if you don't mind I just want to take a moment to say a quick prayer um I've heard that it's really important to pray and connect to the energy of Mama Bali before you go there um just to kind of because it's a deeply spiritual place there's so many rituals that go on there and I think even though most people probably don't go there and intentionally disrespect 
I just think it's so important. I want to make sure that I'm going there and really offering up my respect um, as someone, you know, of a different different person, different culture, um, and just offering up my respect to the land, to the people, and to the welcoming energy of all of the elements that are gonna meet me there, maybe chew me up and spit me out <laughs> in the jungle. Um, so yeah, I did dedicate my practice to her this morning, but I just think if we just send a collective prayer together, I'll be so grateful and I think she'll really feel the energy and she'll really be with us and promote a really special and peaceful time and allow us to just rest there. And I think she'll kind of like open up the forest for us rather than, you know, being closed um, and having thorns like in Sleeping Beauty when they have to chop down the thorns. Um, there'll be no knocking at the door. You know, I really feel like if if we take this time to collectively send out this offering um, and you don't have to do it on my behalf, but maybe just sit and pray with me. Maybe pray to the earth in general, pray to somewhere that you're gonna go, pray to your own sacred space, pray for another, dedicate it to something. But if we just take a deep breath in through our noses here, hold this breath at the top for as long as we can and just hold this energy of respect and sacredness and then sigh it out. So Mama Bali, Earth, anyone that you're dedicating this prayer to, I just want to offer you up my utmost respect. I just want to thank you with more gratitude than words could ever explain for opening up your path to align with my own. I want to offer myself um, to your energy I'm asking humbly that you allow me into your space. I'm asking graciously that you open up your arms and allow me to witness all of the corners, all of the nuances, all of the cracks and the in-betweens of every present moment in your precious and sacred land. I promise that I'll honor the space, I'll honor myself, I will honor all of the energy that I feel when I'm there. And I just want to thank you with as much humility as I can render from the depths of my heart. Thank you for welcoming me. Namaste. And so it is, and so it is, and so it is. <sighs> thank you so much for joining me with that. I, I can't tell you that makes me feel so deeply connected to you all. Um, I'm so grateful for that. And I, I'm praying for your highest good, I'm praying that whatever you're manifesting will come to fruition. We're living in the energy now. If you live in the energy of your own manifestations, you make way for the manifestations of others to come true. If you live in the energy of abundance, you're not just creating your own garden, you're watering the garden of people all across the world. You're doing so much by just sitting in your highest good and shifting your energy towards your highest good than you could ever imagine even conducting physically and so I'm so grateful thank you for sharing this space with me I hope you enjoyed this podcast and it was 30 30 when I saw that until next time may your breath be relentless may your spirit be exalted and may your joy be contagious thank you so much and I'll see you in another one from Bali